0: That's the nonconformist part. Feral Audio.
1: To twisting the wind, yeah. adagio, adagio, poor for four. You got it, Jack. Understand <laughs> uh, you you're having some like thermostat wars in the office? Is that true, Bernard? Well, because you know if that's the case, just just tell him, just tell him to put on a fucking sweater. I
2: don't know I don't think
0: you understand, it's actually, it's pretty hot out there.
1: Well,
2: well, well, I don't know, then, I
1: don't even know. Q, what's your baby do What's your baby do 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 Never, never, never mind to Never tree. Never, never, fuck a the with You don't know, to fucking talk with me, you wanna kill you with a tree. I'm gonna kill you with that fucking tree, you got it? I don't know how I'm gonna do it yet, but I'm gonna kill you with a tree, okay? I'm gonna plant it under your house and water it till it grows up and takes your baby away I'm gonna water a tree till it grows up and takes your baby away Take my baby 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 away. Oh
0: Wow, that's what so we cool call breath control right there. Welcome to Twisting the Wind. Hey, it's Johnny Pemberton. If you laugh when you say my name, it's Johnny Pemberton. I stepped away from the mic. I'm gonna ditch this tea bag, okay? I'm literally gonna ditch this tea bag. I'm gonna fucking ditch this tea bag. Pardon me. Do you mind if I ditch this tea bag? I'm fucking, I just slung it across the fucking floor onto the concrete. It's okay. It's a, it's a warehouse like office setting where the floors have been untreated. <laughs> you know what I mean? It gets, it gets that real, that real, that real good vibe. It's like, it's, it's the new exposed brick. It's sealed. Actually, these might not even be sealed. You might even be able to pour a bunch of stuff into the earth through these concrete floors. Hey, I just wanted to tell you that. Welcome to Twisting the Wind, Uh, a.k.a. the Executive Branch. No, 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 no. I just flipped up my flops, a.k.a. Hands on the Branch, the Executive Buffet, also known as, newly today, uh, Blustery Crust, uh, Deep Deeping uh, deep beep reapers aka the deepest the deepest beep reapers uh, crust blusters cr- crusted blus- blustered crust blunders um, that's another what thing that's something they've got that's something we, they have uh, they've got some crusted <laughs> some crusted nut blunders. you ever heard about that there was this factory um, called a uh, nut it's a nut company. And they, they, they apply a crust to the nut to, uh, exact a more deepening crunch and a flavor profile. And this, they had a nut crust blunder where the, the, the nut cruster, it was, it was a blunder and everything had got, everything was crusted. By the end of the day, you couldn't walk without making a sound, if you know what I mean. So I just want to start with that. Start with, I just want to, hello? I just, hello? Uh... Is... Is Jeremiah here? but Je- I... I just wanted... To did you? I... I... I wanted to ask you... Okay. That's how you... That's how they defeat them. That's how they... That's how you get them over there in the terror zones. You just throw a hard echo on that voice and they can't talk. Because it's just like... Ooh, who's here with me? Where am I? What did I do? What did I do? Thank you so much for coming back to Twisting the Wind. There was sort of a fake, a fake out earlier last week where I said this was, that was going to have been the last episode that was, the previous episode was going to be the last episode of Twisting the Wind. Not true. You know that. You're listening to it right now. Um... What does need to happen is we gotta get some of those. Look, I don't wanna have a telethon. I have a bad memory of telethons. When I was a kid, I used to watch, I I used to like to watch Phoebe. And by that I meant I used to like to watch TV and still like to watch a little bit of TV. But I'll tell you one thing, this is a side project of my brain I just thought about, is that uh, TV is so bad now. And that sounds like, oh, never mind. You know, it's not so much, it's kind of, it's just, what what happened? I want to know what happened. I feel like, it's not so much that the TV is, the shows that are bad, it's just, there's all these shows, there's so much stuff that I'm like, what the fuck is this? Is this different than the other thing that seems not that different than the other thing that was before it? Are we really going to watch these people? I'm talking about the reality shows. There's just stuff where I can't believe we're supposed to watch those people. Like, oh. here's a, here's a here's the what I keep here's what I keep coming back to my head. Okay, well I'm gonna get back to the whole telethon thing. I'm gonna talk about the telethon thing. Hold on one second. I just I I don't want to be sniff. I don't want I don't want to
1: be. Look, I like you guys. I don't look did I say guys? I'm sorry about that. I, I like y'all. I like y'all a lot. So I don't want to be doing a lot of this. It's not because I'm on cocaine or anything. Nothing wrong with doing cocaine as long as you use a moderate amount. And you're an over 18 and you have your parents' permission. Nothing wrong with doing cocaine then. Yeah. Actually, if your parents find cocaine permissible, maybe you need to find a, new, a mentor. Okay, he doesn't like cocaine, but I don't want to be sniffling for you, so I'm going to pause. I'm going to stop down. I'm going to interrupt the. I'm going to interrupt the blustery crust for just a minute here. And meanwhile, I'm going to play this little bit of elevator music to settle y'all down, so you don't have to worry about nothing while I go and take care of this small body problem it's a small body problem it's not a problem with the small of the body it's not a body part that's small that, well you know the nose is relatively small i will say that it's just it's just it's not a big problem by that i mean it's not it's not gonna over it, i'm just jack jack you play the fucking song
0: Sorry about that I just had to fix my blustery crust blunder there I either sneeze a significant amount a day or uh, have to blow my nose because I don't know what it is I think it's the desert winds y'all so what I was on to is there's a show called Small town Security it's uh I think it's on what does it matter? It's one of those things where the show... I guess it, it obviously does matter. It does matter to the people who made it and are in it. But what channel it's on right now, I can't I can't remember. And it doesn't really matter that much. It's because... Whatever. Uh, most of the dreck in the universe is on TLC, a.k.a. the learning channels. That used to be my favorite place to watch cool documentaries about polar birds and stuff like that. But so, that's neither here nor there. And it's not there where it was. And it, now it's here. As on that show... That, that show is amazing. It's not even a show. I feel like that's an Errol Morris documentary that's been serialized. And the people who make it, God bless you. And the people in the show, you're, you know, you, you I don't want to say God bless you. That doesn't mean anything coming from me. I don't think it does. Regardless, uh, irregardlessly, regardless, this show is incredible, and it makes me cry. Like I've cried many times watching it. Like just w- not, not wept. I wept watching Lone Survivor. I really did because of the ending of that <laughs> oh, it gets me a little gets me a little gassed up just thinking about it, and that's not a joke. It's really not. It sounds like a joke. What is kind of a joke is when I used to talk about laughing at Sisterhood or crying uh, while watching Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants on a on a uh, transatlantic flight for the second time. I I cried both times just because you know these young women. It is an it is an emotional thing because it just you, you realize how how strong, beautiful, and fragile these young women are in our society and we just really have to coddle that. And uh but that's why I cried for that. But Small Town Security makes me just cry because there's just something about the people on that show. It's not it's not I don't consider it a reality show because it's not maybe maybe later or maybe it changes some down down the line or something but the first season, especially the first two seasons of that show, there's just something about the the people you're meeting there, and they're so honest and 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 good, and there's like a there's a like real interesting good nature there that you don't see very often. And uh, one of the characters in the show said something because she was uh, it's Joan, and if you've seen it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you don't, it doesn't really matter. It's just she's a is a. She's, they're, they're reacting to what people are saying about their show. Because they live in a small town. They're weirdos. They're, they're super weirdos, right? They're the kind of people who, who people, uh, love and also people who hate love to hate because people who, well, I'll get into this in a minute, but they, she said they're reading that, they made the, made the grave mistake, the grave amateur mistake of reading your reviews. Never fucking read your reviews. Never, you don't do it. <laughs> uh, no one should. Even it's just a bad thing because it doesn't. Because you should. For one thing, because you shouldn't fucking care. That's the big one. Who gives a fucking shit with some fucking f- fuck motherfucker says, especially if it's negative. Shouldn't care in any anyway, Shouldn't care at all. Uh, and so they made the mistake of reading the reviews, and she. And someone's saying something about the show, like, like, God, it's this, it's this terrible. It's, it's blah, 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 blah. It's, and I, it's so bad. I, it's something the effect of the person was clearly what had watched a lot of the show, but they hated it vehemently. And what the main, one of the main character ladies on the show says is, well, don't, if you don't like something, why are you, why are you watching it? And it seems like such a simple thing to say, right? If you don't like something, why are you watching it? And it's true. It got me thinking that I do that so much. I just watch stuff or listen to things. I'm like, oh, I, I'm, I'm not enjoying this. I'm like listening to this for what? I'm listening to this for something to kind of push back against, something to hate, something to... It's not... I'm not enjoying it. And uh, it got me just thinking about so many different things I engage in as far as like media... Especially media consumption, where I'm like, "Oh my god, I don't fucking, enjoy, I don't enjoy this." But I'm gonna conti- but I'm, but, I, but yet I, yet I'm continuing to engage it and to like let it let it filter into my brain because for what? Because either I think I should or I I, I love hating it or oh I don't know, man. I don't know, man. But what I do know is I think about that all the goddamn time. Is that? uh i'm i'm not gonna i'm done trying to watch and listen and engage things that i don't like like, oh, I'm, I'm pretty good at, I have a lot of bile. I've got a shitload of vitriol, vit, I don't think I can even say it. Vitriol? I think that's correct, right? Vitriol, um, which is not victorious. It's bad. I think that's right. Vitriol. I've got a lot of bile. I've got a lot of hate. You know, I'll, I'll say some mean shit about, um, vampire weekend or, uh, what else the other shit shit band it's just nothing it's just like a like a fucking fart in the pan band but they're not uh arcade fire or some crap like that i'll just i'll spew all over that and spew all over the people who who love them and everything like that i can i've done it and i'll probably do it again i do all the fucking time it's just just piss and moan and and blast bile on that shit that i'm like Well, if I don't like it, then I just shouldn't listen to it, right? I shouldn't engage it. I just should not be unaware and not care of the thing that I hate. And so that's 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 all. That's that's that. That's that. So I'm trying to do that. I'm trying. I'm trying I'm trying to do to disengage of things that smell like poo poo. I'm trying to just like what I like. And if something doesn't stick after three or four, maybe six times and still someone's still trying to sell me on I'm just going to be like, "Um, no thank you. I found that I don't like that. I found that I don't I don't enjoy it." it but you know, if you like it, that's great. If you like it, that's fucking great. I'm, that's really good. It's really good. Seriously, it's really good if you like that thing that I think that sucks. It's good. It's really good. I've said this many, I said this many years ago, but some of my best friends in life have been people who like music that I fucking cannot stand. Stuff that I'm just like, oh, oh, please do not put Bjork on. Oh, oh, if you do put Bjork on, it's, but you're But we're having such a good time. See, there you go. It's that. It's this thing. Sometimes people are Morrissey. A lot of people who like Morrissey, I can't stand Morrissey. I don't hate Morrissey as much as Bjork, but I really can't stand Mor- Morrissey. But a lot of people who like Morrissey are sure are fun, cool, great people to hang out with. And there you go. And- <laughs>
1: that's the rub. And that's the rub right there. Hey, did you end up getting that invoice from Bernard? <clears throat> uh, what? Did you ever end up getting that uh, invoice from Bernard? <clears throat> you know what I mean? The uh, <clears throat> the invoice? Uh, no. I, I, I do not know. What do you mean? Bernard. B-E uh Bernard. No you're talking about Beyond.
0: oh <clears throat> oh yeah, okay, I got that. okay, what well, that was that was Donny Jeff just went in for a second. They were trying to remind me thanks Donny. To talk about the telethon, so yeah, I got started on this whole wing-ding this whole fucking chart, chart topping, uh, <laughs> chart topping sidestepper. Oh, <laughs> uh, what's the name of your child's group? Oh, they're the uh, little chart topping sidesteppers. Um, ugh, I want to talk about. Th- I had a really good laugh with my family the other day um real good laugh real good laugh one of those things where it kind of catches you off guard laughing laughing about uh there's this thing in wisconsin there's so many things about the midwest that you just can't explain there's something about it because this everyone gets the south everyone gets the south right away it's just it's that you don't have to explain it it's that sort of um latent well, I'm not gonna explain it, because you get it. When someone does some talk to someone about something being in the South, like, oh I get it. It's that. It's like the redneck thing happening. Either rednecks being cleaned up and acting like they're not rednecks or the opposite, or just straight redneck, or just straight people dealing with rednecks. So those are the four elements of the South. But the Midwest a weird, I mean, people get New York, too. They get the fucking bo- they get Boston. They get the fucking New York, too. Do- SC- scooper, scoop, poopy, sneaky, sneep weep, a deepoo. They get that shit, you know. People get Florida because it's crazy. People get Canada because it's nice. People get the Pacific Northwest because they just, no one talks to each other. They're just kind of, are all artists and quiet and have beautiful, clean clothes and they're white. Now, that's what it is. They're just all white. <clears throat> but the Midwest, man, there's weird degrees of... Stuff that happens there that's just too subtle for words. It's like a thing that's just how do you describe it? But there's this thing called the Wisconsin Dells, and it's sort of like an Orlando type scenario that exists in Wisconsin. And it is, uh, it is, it it was some point in time, and supposedly still is, is a a pristine, pristine wilderness that was created. Because of <laughs> glacial retreat, I suppose, some sort of glacier. Oh, everything good comes from glaciers. Everything beautiful. You ever see like a like a vista? You ever see like a beautiful vista? You know, who you got to thank for that uh, glacier. So that that's that's what's the Dells. But there's this thing that's there that I used to. I'm not gonna laugh like I used to. I did yesterday about this. But there's a there's a thing there called Tommy Bartlett's Robot World. And that's 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 a fucking thing. There's a place. It's called Tommy Bartlett's Robot World. And it's like from like the early 80s, so it's the oh see I tried to for- force the fun there. Tried to force the fun. I tried to make myself laugh at something that I laughed uncontrollably about before I almost passed out.
1: Those are some good words though. Tom- <laughs> Tommy Bart Tommy Come on down to Tommy Bartlett's Robot World, where we feature robots from a time when robots were really just the same things that worked on car engines in Detroit. That's what I mean. You
0: know what I'm saying? So back to this telethon, this is a Midwestern thing. I'm watching TV as a child of my mom, and there's a, on the public, there's like like, like the Jerry's, Jerry's kids, that telethon. And what the, how that worked, they, I think they did some weird sort of weird thing where, um, they would farm off Jerry's speeches and his signal to the local subsidiaries of the telethon. Maybe it was that. I don't even know. I was a child. I was a real little baby. And I wasn't a fucking baby, but I was little. We're watching this, and there's some like... they know how a telethon works? Is they had the phone bank, people calling. They're trying to raise money for something. Maybe they're trying to raise money for a TV show, a.k.a. a podcast... Like I'm, you see where I'm going with this? Maybe they're trying to raise money for something like that, and so they they trot out all these local acts who perform for free, perform to to get people to watch for entertainment. Because like ah, it's a big old review, and the country sense of the word. It's review. We're going to show you all this good stuff, and you're gonna you're gonna get all smitten when you hear that fucking sentimental journey song you used to like when before you got beaten down in life to the point you are now. But you got you made a, you made a bunch of money in the process, so you're watching this and you see hear that song sung, and you're gonna call up and I'll, I'll give them twenty dollars. Oh, hey, oh, hey there. Is this uh, K S? Is this K U S This is this is Jim. Just is Jim Dukes here down in Wabasha. Oh hell, I just saw your program here, and I just couldn't. I got a tear in my eye ever since Eleanor left me, and I just want to give a hell hell. I'll give a I'll give $125 here to you. Because I saw that woman singing Sentimental Journey, and it just got me good. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, you want my information? Okay, here it is. So, I'm watching that. And there's this big old fat white lady. White girl, probably. She's probably 19, but it looked like she was 30. And that's what happens. That's what happens up there. And she's singing Sentimental Journey, which is one of the... Mm Maybe, maybe it's a great song But to me in my head now It's just It's terrible I wanna take A sentimental journey I wanna And she, that's how she was singing it she was singing it real Terrible like You know I wanna take A sentimental journey It's all It's all just Mush tone I watched it with my mom And my mom was like "Ooh, that's bad <laughs> And I was like Is it? I don't, I don't know I'm a child I'm a child watching TV with you It's like Oh that's Oh that sounds terrible I'm gonna take a sentimental journey So what I'm saying here, what I'm, to, to put too fine a point on it As the Mepi Giants would say I don't want it to do a t- <laughs> I don't want to have to do a fucking telethon To get your money <laughs> For this podcast It's rolling in It rolls in in bits and pieces uh, But I don't want to have to do a telethon Okay, because I don't want you to have to see that shit unless. As well, now I'm thinking that's well, all the all that preamble be be damned, bespoiled. Maybe, maybe that would be awesome. Actually, some type of a really cool telethon for this podcast. But that's that's a that's a whole other thing that'll happen eventually, and it'll be a weird, crazy smash and grab explosion, different different style thing. So so yeah so you heard it you heard it there uh last so that being said subscribe to the podcast subscribe rate and review the podcast rate and review also donate don't how do you how do you do how do you how do you donate you go to feralaudio.com click on twisting the wind twisting of the wind page it's this podcast you're listening to right now and you click on the donate button it's easy it's paypal it's all fucking secure it's awesome it's great and that's what you should be doing because this is a this is a this is a blast of a free program also if you want to um it will, because you already are anyways if you're buying stuff on amazon which you probably are because you're an american uh who Maybe not. Yeah, there's a lot of people who aren't in America, so I'm sorry. I am I'm apologize.
1: Uh, he'd like to uh, to sincerely apologize for you.
0: And uh, if that's the case, if you got Amazon... So you just click on the same thing next to that donate button on the feral audio uh twisting the wind page, and you just shop on Amazon via our Amazon portal and it does things it creates this this it connects the circle that it was previously broken using, using using pennies on the dollar using those little little guys okay using those little guys It connects them together and that makes it better it connects them together and it makes it better. Now, here's the big news, okay? This is the honest goodness. Big news. Thanks, Donnie. Uh, twisting Twisting the wind, a.k.a. the executive buffet, a.k.a. hands on the branch, is making an open call for sponsorship. Okay, you hear that? I just put the fucking universal thought, bad signal into the universe... So I guess it's universal. Is it universal before it hits the universe? Either way, I'm shining it out there. I'm shining that fucking light of intention out the middle of my forehead, the third eye, and saying, you may sponsor Twisting the Wind. And that's easy to do. If you want to sponsor Twisting the Wind, you can. Do you have a non-defense department related business that you wish to promote on Twisting the Wind? For any amount of time, a month, four episodes, two episodes, uh, one episode, you may email twistingthewind at gmail.com and you will be put in touch with the forces of good at Feral Audio, aka Dustin Marshall. And Dustin and I will, will, will detangle and rewrangle this entire th- setup and you will have a blast array of sponsorship that's sent out in a way that not, I mean you obviously listen to the podcast and you like it cuz you're still here right if that's the case then you know that when that ad comes funneling down the pipeline of of pipeline of golden trust it's going to be hot and it's going to spray your audience down you know you know how it works so there it is. There it is. Sponsor the podcast because uh, I don't want to do. I don't want to be a telethon. I don't want to beg. I don't want to be. But I don't want to uh, make. I don't want it to be that way. I don't think it's. I don't think it's the best way for it to work. I think that is a way it can work, but I think the best way to make things work here in a fashion that greases the wheels with that monetary juice is to have you. And I'm talking to you, and I mean you, and I mean you, I mean you when I'm looking at you is to
1: sponsor the podcast, or tell your friend who has that awesome business to sponsor, or just just start telling everybody, okay, about that. Okay, you get me. You get it, honey You get
0: it, I know you get it Thanks, thanks for that uh, um, Can we just play a quick little song Just sort of end that diatribe we, What you got? You got anything for me?
1: Well I don't think I've got anything That's good it's, That's that's really short You want something that's really short Okay, hold on a second Let me see here Is this uh,
3: This call may be monitored or recorded. Para Español, Marquesín. Because uh, if we well, don't fix a problem, it's called, you know, a repeat trouble call. Those are internally monitored within, if we have a trouble call within three days of the initial one mm-hmm. for the same reason, those are internally monitored for signal issues and stuff. Okay. Uh, and the text sent back out, I mean, repeat tr- Trouble calls are taken very seriously here, um, and we have tools that we internally uh, monitor for signal fluctuations or a modem going offline or anything like that. Right. Uh, because we guarantee, you know, of course, the working of services and it's got to yeah. be So evidently, you know, blaming it on the modem wasn't good enough because you're still having the same issue. Yeah, I don't. And, uh, but I think
0: it's something we just, we just want to cancel at this point, and the same yeah, with with the you're, cable you're, as yeah, well. I
3: yeah, you can do that. And, you know, like I say, Britt, the best place to do it is at the store because what they're going to do is they're going to give you return receipts for your equipment. They're going to adjust your bill, prorate it for the uh, last day of service and credit for that service issue all okay. at once, and give you a final balance. The other way is to talk to our cancellation department. What they're going to do is either have you drop the equipment off anyhow or set a technician to come out and meet with you in their two-hour time frame, so you'd have to wait around for them.
0: Well, I wish I had talked to you earlier. But. I
3: wish I would have to you too We hate to lose our customers Especially yeah. when are going to be doing that courtesy increase for you guys We're bumping you all up We're doing a digital conversion And this time it's not a rate increase It's just you know, you're know you going to go right. from 100 to 300
0: So where are, you, where are you at then? Are you in California as well?
3: Yeah, we're oh, here cool.
0: in San Diego Oh, San Diego, it's beautiful there
3: yeah, we've been getting hit by thunderstorms. Oh, you know, lucky. This week, I live at the beach there. It was kind of scary because lightning was hitting the water. I know at Venice Beach there, uh, up near you, They got uh, one got fatally wounded by it. I think there were 17 injured.
0: No way. Crazy. Are you serious?
3: Yeah, at Venice Beach, yeah, they were swimming, and the lightning was going off. and oh. hit the water, and they're showing it on TV, on uh, the news. One guy died, and like 17 were seriously injured and rushed to the hospital. Because when it hits, it's got nowhere to ground. It just, yeah. Know, Goes right through the the water, and even the people on the shore said they felt it because the sand was still a little wet.
0: Maybe that was natural so selection asked. at work.
3: Oh no! <laughs> that, you know, I was laughing. I was with my nephew at the beach when it was going on. He's like, well, "I want to go surf." I'm like, "No, no, we're waiting until that like you know that lightning's done." And yeah, and then we hear that on the news. It's like, ah, that's so dangerous. You yeah,
0: know, people in Venice sometimes. Water. There's people in California who are just they just don't get it. So, yeah,
3: they're diehard surfers. They don't care. They, they live and they, sure. die by surfers. They're
0: diehard. That's yeah, actually kind of yeah, a quick way are. to die, if you think about it. Getting struck by lightning. It's probably yeah. pretty, probably pretty oh, quick.
3: Yeah. You'd imagine, but that voltage going through your body, I don't know. That brief second you feel it's enough. It's like Who
0: knows? That. Have you ever been struck?
3: No, you know, I had a neighbor that was actually struck by lightning. What happened uh, to him or was her? Telling me she well, she went in. Uh, she went into the emergency room. Obviously, she was unconscious for a while, but they were able to revive her. Wow! Uh, so she had no permanent damage. But it's like, wow, you know, I like, go. Oh, then I have a chance to win the lottery if you got struck by lightning.
0: Did she have <laughs> any powers afterwards? Like any, like could she like read through oh, walls yeah. or anything yeah, or the
3: supernatural? Uh...
0: <laughs> Nothing.
3: Yeah. No, she was a little kooky though. I did notice. You know, she said she had no damage, but uh, the brain was sharp.
0: She couldn't see colors (laughs) after that.
3: (laughs) Exactly. Maybe life had altered a bit without her awareness. (laughs)
0: There are some people who get struck all the time. You ever heard about this? No, no. There's these people who are like they've been struck many, many times, and it's happened throughout history. It's some people, they oh. have like a weird electrical charge to their body where they, this one woman was struck about 13 times and she oh. she decided to move That's to San Francisco deed. because she's tired of getting <laughs> struck by lightning.
3: Yeah, go somewhere where it doesn't rain.
0: Yeah, she got tired of it.
3: Yeah, that's Crazy. amazing. I guess we take our, our benefits for granted here. I've never been struck and I hope never to be struck. But then again I wouldn't go in the water when it a right. thunderstorm. So I, I would
0: like to get struck sure. and live. I would like to get struck and live and maybe have like a cra a cool thing happen because of it. Like a you yeah. know
3: and you go play the lottery and, and you're you're independent for the rest of your life. Yep. you know, you have no worries because the worst has happened. Right. To-
0: but isn't that how we should always live anyways, if you think about it?
3: Yeah. Yeah, every day's the end so that way you actually get to live with that worry.
0: Right. Uh, it's so hard to get to uh, put it put yourself in that position, isn't it?
3: Oh uh, no kidding.
0: It takes a monumental event to set you straight.
3: Yeah. I don't want any of those monumental events, I've had enough.
0: <laughs> I know, yeah, I mean, it's like we're scared of them, but we, it's its its yeah. weird. It's like you're dying to live, living to die. Who knows what what it is?
3: Right, right. Yeah, My uh, one of my good friends always said, everyone wants to go to heaven, but no one wants to
0: die. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, th- that's it right there. Heaven is a greeting yeah. card, you know. Yeah. Some would say we live in heaven right now.
3: Yep. Yep, mm-hmm. hey in San Diego, LA Southern Cal we do. I, I think know, San Diego's gorgeous. pretty close.
0: It's pretty close. Yeah. Fish yeah, tacos.
3: No yes, yes. <gasps> awesome Mexican food and uh beautiful views where I live up the cliffs there. You can see downtown the islands, uh, Mexican islands.
0: There. Wow. i never heard of that. That sounds gorgeous. cool.
3: Yeah. So yeah, did you I grew you grew up land. there? Yeah. Well, I grew up in East County, but why okay. would you live in San Diego if you're not by the beach? You don't want to live in East County. You get in the hundreds in the summer out there. And wow. So, That's a blaze. I got to be, yes. Yes. It's gorgeous. I, I don't take it for granted. I'm in the water. I enjoy it. You know, I take advantage of the views. So.
0: Sounds great. I got great. stuck in
3: Wyoming uh, for a year and a half, it, so I know what I what I have oh. here. But, How was, uh, what was it like?
0: Were you married to Dick Cheney for a little bit?
3: No, my brother's a teacher up there at the college, and that's literally all they have there is the University of Wyoming. And Hmm. and there's like nothing. It's a college town called Laramie, and you can drive through it in 10 minutes, and there's nothing but just, you know, flat land. And the only store they have, the biggest store is Walmart. The rest are bars, of course, for the college kids. And, you know, um, that's it. That's life. Walmart and uh, two mountain ranges. There's a ski resort not too far away from them, but... It's just barren land, and it's freezing cold in the winter.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of places like that.
3: Yeah? That's yeah. not... point. They're,
0: they're not alone. It's just
3: barren. Yeah, I don't know. And people live there. I can't believe it. I don't blame students, because what else do you have to do but study? You know, You yeah, have to go to college. Study and no drink. Yeah, that's... <laughs> they have a Plenitude of bars there, too. That's what's so funny. The little coffee shops and bars. That's all they have. And a Walmart. So God help you if you have to shop.
0: Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, Walmart's taking over the world.
3: (laughs) They are. They got rid of them little stores, didn't they? It's just Walmarts and Costco's. It is.
0: Well, because they they price everyone out. It's a thing where they're... That's why
3: shopping's so miserable. I cannot enter Walmart. You know, they should open a little bar because in Walmart, for people (laughs) who are forced to go there... (laughs) Yeah. I have to take my mother there because she's too old now to drive, and I dread it every time. I just cringe. Just from going in the parking lot, you know, and the shoppers are just... They're different they they get antsy and they you know, they get rude and it's like oh no is worth it I, I don't wanna Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it's, it's something that's happening family. in people's brains. There there's like this yeah. weird change happening where um there's like a weird, impatient breed of person that's sort of changed now. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, you're not kidding? Yeah. No,
3: no, you're right. They're rude. I went in and I stood in line for a shopping basket, and this guy literally, I was just going to get a big thing of dog food for my dog, you know, the big 20 pound Walmart stuff. Right. And I'm waiting in line, you know, and he cuts me off and grabs the basket. I'm like, oh, no, no. I'm, I'm getting the dog food <laughs> I walked out. <laughs> and I said, I am never entering the store again. And then I have to now to take my mom. I thought, you guys need to open a bar. I'll drop her off. I'll go to your bar, I'll wait till she gets done and
0: that's it. Have some Chardonnay. Yeah,
3: yeah. Some Let her Walmart. enjoy her shop.
0: She loves Jeez. Walmart. Yeah. I, I think I don't know what it is. I, I, part of me thinks it's maybe um the uh the increased use of like personal technology, how it's not gratifying, but it seems like it is and so it makes people puts people in a bad mood. And it yeah, makes you sort of, yeah. like, try for something. I don't I don't know how to describe it. Well, I'll tell it, but, you yeah. what, it's made
3: shopping miserable. I hate to shop now. I mean, unless it's like a little tiny store where you can go in and out in five minutes, I dread it. It's like, nah, you know, I could put up buying this and this and this.
0: <laughs> yeah, people are scared to interact.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's that rude element that, that uh, bargain shopping at Walmart and getting every item because they sell everything, literally food, mm-hmm. you know, lights, whatever you need at one shop and they go crazy and get it but they're just on a mission you know and yeah
0: that. We need more politeness politeness is great
3: yeah yeah yeah. relax and shop you know you don't have to buy everything at Walmart just get a few items it's just that uh, I don't know that mentality I think does it who knows but anyhow but it's been a pleasure talking, talking talking, talking
0: talking talking Thanks for joining me here on Twisting the Wind uh, for a solo episode here. It's just, it's just music. It's just calls. It's just talk. And I think you like that. And I, I think you do because I've heard about it from some people. I've heard everything. I've heard everything that you don't like and, and you like. and So it's kind of cool because at this point I'm in, the, uh, I'm in the pander-free zone because there's not a single aspect of the podcast that someone hasn't said they'd don't like, so it's sort of like, wow, who gives a shit? Because, um, no matter what, uh, none of you are gonna be completely happy. Well, that's great though. That's, that's, I think that's really how everything is. That's how everything should be is that if you're trying to make everybody happy, the only person who's definitely not gonna be happy is you. Uh, when I say you, I mean the person who's trying to make everyone happy, me, aka me, because that's a shitty place to be in. All you can do is really make yourself happy and uh I think a lot of times making yourself happy ends up making other people happy because the thing that makes you happy is making other people happy, so whoa ho uh, unpack that box and re trying <laughs> try to repack that box and take it back to best Buy you know what I mean uh, good luck because they have a two week return policy, and I found out that the hard way I'm trying to return some gaming headphones and uh in which I almost I very nearly pulled the childish boner move of. Oh, you won't take these back? Well, I guess I'll just fucking rocket these into the sky <laughs> of your giant warehouse shipbuilding, and let them spiral until they land in the fucking CD section and and or crack some poor not iron deficient person in the face and breaks their skull and I get sued and I'm in jail and I'm penniless and all because I'm a was a child who who thought oh I'm I'm a white man. I can take back these gaming headphones anytime I want to. I have the receipt, I had your receipt. No you can't actually. Times have changed, people. returns don't work as smoothly as they used to. So I didn't though. I did give, I was pissed though. But the thing is I set myself up for that problem. As a as a as a young man, uh growing up in Rochester, Minnesota there were very few places to buy music or to buy, to buy, to go, to, very few things to do in general, especially buy music, buy CDs, cause I like CDs, cause that was the format. And, uh, we go to Best Buy, cause Best Buy had them cheap. I think they used to actually, they used to undercut their prices of CDs on purpose. They would pay the difference just to get people in the store. It's some like, you know, some brilliant sales technique thought of, the right hand of the devil thought, thought up by the right hand of the devil. And it worked because, well, I don't know if it worked on me. Cause I didn't get, we didn't give a shit. Just wanted that fucking CD. And I would go in there and I would spend so much time meticulously taking every Kenny G CD and flipping it around and turning it upside down. Every time I go to Best Buy, I do it to the whole Kenny G section, which is pretty big. Kenny G, Kenny G was no small deal. And I hated Kenny G because I remember reading that Pat Metheny article about Kenny G. Pat Metheny, man, thinking back on it, talk about talk about airing your public bile. He had a real fucking thing against Kenny G, man. Check it, Pat. I saw a pat Metheny live once. It was probably one of the most excruciating experiences of my life. It was it was like if the dentist instead of the dentist drilled, he kind of like molested you with a feather and uh oh god, it was so long. I mean, the word distended. Distended is I feel like is used best in two ways when talking about bowels. Problems with the bowel, and a Pat Metheny concert. Uh, wow, it's just weird to think about that. I haven't thought about that fucking Pat Metheny concert in forever. Oh, it's terrible. We got to go for free too. A friend of mine I worked with, my friend Mark, we went because a guy we worked with, uh, an older gentleman, an older, uh, he was gay. This does, doesn't matter. I don't know if that matters or not. Um, I guess i was just trying to put you in the frame of mind. Of who this I can't really describe this person. I guess maybe I shouldn't have said he was gay because it's, it's neither here nor there but he's Was a guy who was um He liked jazz in quotes, but he didn't obviously have anything to do with jazz at this point in time He worked for worked for a big old television corporation Free tickets to Pat Metheny. Oh God, it was fucking terrible Just the noodling the long like as a two and a half hour show Just the fuck with an intermission an inner jazz intermission. Ooh baby. Ooh, Pat Metheny, it was bad. And it was just the lights and all the different the different guitar effects and just the, the fucking noodling. Oh god. It wasn't even it wasn't even progressive bad progressive rock. It was just this distended. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. So I guess what I'm saying is that, geez, Pat Metheny, your fucking bile turned me into a, a vehement Kenny G hater. I mean, I didn't like him anyways because he did suck and he represented adults with shitty tastes who like things to be palatable and easy. But at the same time, Metheny, you're fucking making a big old ball of shit, man. Well, you're not any better don't fucking air you don't fucking air that sh- Ugh. the energy it must have taken to write to write that and then to publish it and it's there forever. Ugh. Gross. A lot of smart people out there who are uh spewing their bile. I've done it. I've done it a bunch. God. We gotta stop with the bile spewing. That, that that's a that's a big old thing right there. No more bile spewing, please. Ugh. <laughs> okay uh so i just that's just can't be but what i really want to talk about was i had this really cool music experience recently uh this show obviously talk a lot about recorded music and god isn't it great we have recorded music it is really great it is amazing it's it's stunning it's uh jay if you listen to the episode jake weissman and i we talked about that and jake is is very effusive about his uh love and for the for the time being for the for the nowadays and everything and I tend to agree with them for the most point, for the most part. But I also th- feel like, uh, for me, recording music is maybe, maybe just. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this quietly. I'm, I'm gonna be fucking honest here, okay? You know, because i normally I'm not honest, but I'm gonna be straight up honest here right now. Is um,
2: <clears throat>
0: I'm just take a little sip of tea here because I'm gonna be such an honest thing. Oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, a good sip of tea and a little tiny burp. Um, I think I've kind of... Oh, my God, I'm going to say it, okay. I've kind of um, headed up to here. No, I don't want to say, say it. I want to say it. I think I have had en- enough of recorded music. Oh, God, the fridge just turned off when I said that. Got real quiet here. I think I've had enough of recorded music. I think I've had enough of recorded music. I think I've had enough of recorded music. Okay, there you go. I got to said it. I said it. I think I've had enough of recorded music. I don't know what to say. That's the statement. There's the bump. Not that it, not that I, uh, it's bad. It just, I don't think it's gonna, it just doesn't work the same way. There's something about, that when you when you hear those those vibrations go through the air, through the air, not through headphones, through the air, through the air, and it mixes, it goes around your skull, and it lands in a different spot when you turn your head a little bit, when you when you look when you look at something. The thing that happens, and that that can happen obviously with recorded music played live over speakers among people, among friends, creating a social experience, which happens all the time. So people pay all that fucking goddamn billions of dollars to see DJs because they, they wouldn't do it if they didn't like it. Yes, they do because it, it creates a pretty cool social environment. But even better is live music. Like music that's live. It's happened. It's, 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 it's the, the sound you're hearing is being made. It's right there. That That, that sound just came out of that... That's that's a one-time thing. It's never going to happen again. It's going to maybe sound a little bit like it, but it's never going to be the same. It's not. That's the way... I think I kind of started feeling this way because that's how I feel with comedy, is live comedy. You cannot record some of the best comedy I've ever seen in my entire life. If it was recorded, it just wouldn't be as... and It wouldn't be the same. Not because that person is bad or, or whatever, anything, and not because of anything negative, just because the environment and the moment means so much. It's, I mean, it doesn't, it's such a huge part of it that to think that we can record it is sure is, that sure is a fucking bold, that's a, that's a, that's a classic human Bull, classic bold human thing to think. A very proud. Oh, oh, you have an, oh, you have a live event? You want to, to guess what we can do? We can recreate it completely. hmm. Using stereo technology, we can completely recreate the live event. Make it exactly the same as being there in your home theater with this many thousands of dollars worth of equipment. It, why go? Why go be among those nasty nasties and, the, and this and that's and, and who we do is when you can experience the entire event in your home. Ooh, isn't it Great. That's what happened. That's still happening, and I'm just as much a victim as any as anybody. But the reason I'm saying this is they had this they had this event happen to me. It wasn't really an event. So <clears throat> I'm up in Yucca Valley. It's this little desert town that's like uh near Joshua Tree. It's really really pretty and cool and interesting. It's kind of in the mountains. It's like three thousand feet up. It's nestled up there. A lot of people would say it's disgusting and shitty and kind of like desert burnt, but that's uh, easy to say that it's also int- cool because there's oh there's four th- vintage thrift stores in a row more than in my entire neighborhood in Los Angeles Tw- twice as much so th- that's kind of cool and interesting obviously there's some shit around there too so I'm up there in Yucca Valley I'm, I'm making this little movie a, uh, an indie movie and I'm there early I drove up from Los Angeles I got there early because I wasn't you know sure about traffic you know what they say? If you can't be on time, be early. That's a, that's a real thing. And that is, that is a good thing to do. Some super early, cause of course, as with things in, in the movie world, if you don't know this, is, uh, anytime if they say they need you at, uh, 6 a.m., that means they'll probably end up maybe needing you by 1 p.m. Cause everyone is so hedging their bets constantly. Like, oh, well, we, we don't know. It might take them an hour and a half to get through here. Either way, that's, that's a, a, a gripe. So they're early as shit. And uh I'm poking around. I'll be store. It's like eight o'clock in the evening. I was supposed to be there at six. Got there at six. They said, "Oh, go hang out until eight and come back. Come back to set." It's up in this house, up in these hills there. So I'm driving around my car. This little town. It's kind of nice. It's hot as shit, but you know, it's that, that beautiful dusk heat where the sun isn't blasting anymore. So it just feels that is a that is a, co- a cool thing if you ever get to experience it. Is the once the sun's the dusk, the evening post post sunblast in a desert town? Oh, it feels fucking good. It feels real good. It just everything lights up. The all the everything that has a color just sort of poof, explodes because. Your eyes are going from that adjustment of, of being like shutting down because of the brightness and they're opening up at the same time as it's still really bright. It's, I don't, there's got to be some sort of ocular phenomenon there, right? That happens in dusk in the desert. And that's happening. I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm feeling good. Just, ah, I'm just tinkering around here. I want to check out some of these stores. Maybe buy some records. Maybe lift my record buying ban for a minute. Cause I banned myself from buying records, cause uh, uh, buying too many, and uh, I—they're all fucking closed. There's like three, four stores in a row on this Main Street. It may actually be called Main Street, but it's uh, this is Yucca Valley. I'm saying the name because it comes in it becomes important here. And I'm hearing someone like someone practicing trumpet. Like it sounds like someone's, but it doesn't sound like practice. It sounds like they're they're, they're pretty good. It doesn't sound like shit trumpet. And I keep keep trying to figure out where it's coming from. And I think, I'm thinking, oh, this, there's a little house behind this one thrift store. This is clearly where somebody lives. Nice little house. And uh, oh, they must be inside there. And I'm walking around the back there. I'm just by myself. There's no one out. There's no one. It's like you could park anywhere. Park anywhere and no one would bother, you'd bother anyone. Somehow everyone's just gone. I don't know why. It's a weekday. Maybe may, p- shit, it may be even, <laughs> I don't fucking know. It doesn't matter. And I still hear this trumpet sound. like, What the fuck is that? And I'm looking across the street, trying to figure out where it's coming from. I still can't tell. I'm, and I walk down the block a little bit. I still hear it in sparse parts, and it sounds good. I'm pretty sure I hear like a jazz standard, like I hear like "Caravan," which is a, I think it's a Dizzy Gillespie song or something like something from from that that era. And it's not being played like. Uh, a shit shit bum or something it's it's good good tone great rhythm just just like wow this is sounds so good and it's bouncing off these little walls these little one-story buildings at dusk just just really cool i like i want to hear this fucking song i want to hear this up close uh i kind of get an idea it's coming from a, a block away at this gas station it seems like it's coming from there so i go back to my car Like, I'll get some gas. I'll pull in the gas station and see what's up. Pull the gas station, and I, and I spot the trumpet player right away. It's a guy who has a, has like a, a beard, like a, like a a shorn beard. I think he's kind of balding on top, white guy, but definitely, he's definitely seen some sun. And he's sitting there next to the trash can, uh, those, those barrel trash cans. that has like the, made of the pebble rocks. He's standing there. Next to him is some dude who's, who's drinking like a, It's got like a Monster Energy t-shirt on, something like that. Some unlikely person to be buddied up with this, clearly some sort of a fucking jazz prodigy. And I pull my car in the pump there. I'm just watching, I'm just standing there. I kind of, I get a little bit of, Gas and listening and he's still just busting it out and he's just going he's just blazing through these songs just playing the head of a song from a fake book from like a, a fake book It's like a a book of uh it's an old time illegal book of charts uh the charts are just the it's the chord charts and the and the melody for the the beginning of the song this is like just as jazz this is jazz nerd <laughs> bullshit and he's playing that stuff just busting it out i'm like this is it sounds really good I mean, it's something about it. It's, it's lighting up a part of my brain. It's giving me those goosebumps because I'm just hearing just sounds so clean and, and unexpected and just all these old songs I used to be really into, all these jazz songs I used to get so down on. And I'm having this thing where, I don't know, like I don't know what to do if I should go up and talk to this guy or if I should just leave and be like, oh, that was a cool moment. That was that was fun. Uh, that was that, that existed for a time. I'm just really kind of I'm starting to be kind of weird at this point, right? I go into the store and I, I think I get some cash and I buy something and I go back to my car and I can kind of, I, I even start it and I, I'm like, God, I just I really want to talk to this guy. Something about it. I just really feel there's like this magnetism. I'm thinking about the events and uh, like, okay, yeah, I guess I could just go to set now and I could fuck around and be do nothing and never. Never said anything. It wouldn't be a big deal, but I'm like, ah, oh, you know what? I, can't, I fucking, I, I gotta say, I gotta say something. I gotta say hi or just something, right? Because it's just, it's too much of a moment of serendipity. I feel like th- this happened that brought me to this point, and hearing the music, just it's just really pretty. And I so I I pull my car away from the pump and I park it, and um, he's playing, and he's between little song or something. I walk up, and I'm like, hey. Uh, do you mind if I listen to you play for a little bit here? And of course, he's turns out he's the ni- this is the nicest guy in the universe. His name is Michael. He um, he uh, clearly is living in a state of uh, some type of homelessness. At some point, he's got his ba- his black travel bag. That's half of it is filled up with uh, with musical charts. He's talk We're talking a little bit. You know, I can I can talk a little jazz. I can I can fake it talking a bit. He's asking me about my musical. He's asking me about myself. He's asking me about my musical background stuff. And I started talking about playing bass and stuff and whatnot. And, um, man, it just, what a, what a fucking guy. And I don't know. It's one of those people where I'm not sure if I, I want to say that maybe. Like, there could be a couple things going on. There could be like a drug thing going on there, maybe. Uh, could be a drug thing and maybe some type of a mental issue that is either he's taking drugs to help with that or, cause he's real clear. He's all there, but he's kinda, kinda speedy. You know what I mean? He's definitely, he's thinking and he's moving quicker than I am. And he's been sitting there in the sun for many, many hours playing trumpet. Next to a trash can at a gas station in a desert town, next to a guy who lives there named like Kevin or Joel or something who is drinking, <laughs> who's got a monster energy shirt on, you know? So this is going on. And he's, I, he's blasting through these fucking jazz standards. Every one of them. Not even looking at the page. He's just sight reading them for a second, and then he's just going off. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there, but there's a couple of things. One of them is that there's something that that rudimentary music listening experience for me was something that I just uh it made me just think about uh, all my hoarding of music and records and just how all that stuff doesn't really kind of compare to the most simple experience of just hearing someone uh, play uh play music i just sitting there playing it and it sounds good and it's it, it, it doesn't compare to All those recordings, it's all all those recordings. You think about when I think about, I feel like all those recordings are just sort of, it's like a snack to tide you over to the meal of of engaging in a live listening experience because you can't really recreate it. It also got me thinking that I really want to reconnect with that guy again, and I don't know, find out what his story is, get him on the podcast even. I would love to do that. The next day after I left, I stayed over the night there because we shot pretty late at night, and uh, I went back to that gas station. And uh, this is that that day when I first met him, talked for like ten minutes or so, played some songs, gave him five bucks. I had to go to the set then, but the next day I drove back to that gas station. I didn't see him. I didn't see any any evidence of him being there. So I went inside and I was like, hey. uh, do You guys know uh, that guy, Ma, the trumpet player. He's not out there today. Do you know where, where he might be? Like, oh, okay. He might he might be in front of uh, food. Probably in front of food for less. So clearly they know him. They well, I mean, I think I saw the owner's son out there talking with this guy. So clearly he's not a threat, and they don't have a problem with him playing in front of the gas station it's probably great probably fucking great actually uh i bought gas there because of him and so I, i'm like oh god i'm i'm, I'm hung over i feel like shit i really do like i'm i made it i mixed many things and smoked and just just was a bad person the night before uh not not a bad just just not good to my body and I'm not feeling good but it's it 's drizzling it 's got some some desert rain drizzle.'m i like I want to find this fucking guy get his somehow get his information so he can talk again and so I drive all over the city there it 's not that big, and I go to the food for less and I pull around twice and don 't see him or anything and uh, so that 's the end of it right there that 's how it left. It drove back home um, so I guess what i 'm saying is uh if by any weird chance someone listening has any knowledge of this guy um, and maybe where he can be found or how to track him down that would be great because I would really like to have him on the podcast and talk to him and maybe even shoot a little something like a little video of sorts just because yeah I think that I think there's definitely something there there's definitely something there um yeah I don't know it gets it gets me a little misty it's just one of those things where it almost. then it gets me misty because it almost wasn't. I almost was a was a pussy. It was a fucking an emotional pussy. And decided, oh no, and I, I don't need to. I don't need to dabble in that. But I always, I think, always think about what would I do? What, what would the kid? What would the young Johnny Pemberton do? And I tell you what, he would. He's fucking. He'll fucking talk to you. He'll he will talk to a stranger. That's for sure. Most kids will, because they don't have any kind of thing where they're, they're not thinking about, they're not putting anything in front of it. They're not, they're not, uh... it's like how you, you you pet a, see a nice dog, you're going to pet it, or at least try to pet it. It's the same kind of, same mindset, I feel like, where uh, just, what's the worst that could happen? Just try it out. Say hello. Maybe, maybe something will happen, because if you approach things honestly and just want to, want to engage Cool things can happen as opposed to the opposite of being fearful and uh, trying to, I'm trying to put, I'm going to try to project this image. I'm gonna project this image. I'm going to project an image of, uh, don't, don't fuck me, buddy, or you're going to get messed up. Yeah, so much good stuff happens when you do that. Sarcastic! Okay. Was that a long enough diatribe for you? I think it was. Okay, let's get back into some, <laughs> let's get back into music here with another hot lick trip chart here from Disney Gillespie from nineteen nineteen twenty six four two 19, 26, 2, bop boo-pop, tube-rop, scoobity-doo, jackfruit, how do you do
1: My God. God, My God! it's true, it's back. The Twisting the Wind musical section. Okay.
0: Ooh, it's been a while. It's been a while since we did a real God-honest-to-be-pure one of these things, huh? That's great, though. There's a whole lot in the reservoir tank. Okay, so this person I want to talk about initially here, uh, part one of this section, is a guy who you're probably already familiar with. Uh, His name is Sun Ra. Uh, If you're not familiar with him, wow, fucking, I wish I could be you. I've said that a bunch in this podcast when talking about someone how I would love to be to to be able to do that thing where you erase your memory and can just hear something new for the first time because it's such a fun thing to explore. But uh, I think with the, with this guy, with Sun Ra, there's just, there's so much, there's really just such a fucking vast catalog of cool music that uh, it's something where, unless you're, unless that's all you care about, unless you're just like a Sun Ra aficionado, that mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot out there, man, there's a shitload out there. It's just so much, and some of it, some of it's terrible. <laughs> some of it, I just said it. Some of it's terrible. Some of it's really hard to listen to. It's not terrible. It's just really hard to listen to, and for certain people at certain times in your life, you just don't have the time. To fucking get down to that shit. You know, it's just too aggressive. There's a part. There was a point in time when God, I ch- I would challenge anybody. Play me something I can't enjoy, because I could fucking get down with anything noisy, crazy. Doesn't matter how long or anything, but. What I'm going to play you now is the opposite of that. This is from a collection called the Sun Ross Singles. And this is easy to get. You can got, you can get at your local CD store probably. And these are, it's a whole bunch of different stuff, but it's mainly some, uh, it's, well, it's a whole bunch of, it's a collection of 45s that are all incredibly rare. I mean, the rarest of rare, the kind of thing that god knows how much money these go for there's some of them only have like 50 copies some crazy shit and by the grace of the universal benevolence they were able some person was able to collect these to to put them all together and to clean up to record them clean them up and put them on this one volume of it's a it's a two disc set Sunrise singles and it's all just fucking gravy, man. It's all just the heaviest, most pretty, spaced-out stuff. And uh, I guess I'll just say real quickly who Sunra is, if you don't know he i I've actually talked about him in the podcast before i think i've read an excerpt from some little magazine that had an interview with him. He is a jazz musician a band leader composer um and he was around you know in the in the in your typical jazz era fifties sixties and 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 beyond that was his that was his heyday you could say maybe in in the forties as well he he started as a is a young you know very normal guy, but it's, he definitely spaced out his whole thing is is space and being an alien and being uh, otherworldly and not being concerned with with the the fucking plebeian bullshit of day to day mundane existence and fucking rocking out into Saturn all these things uh and this song we'm gonna listen to is called dreaming which is which is well, it's a bit different. It's not really a jazz... It's a doo a duop song. And his band, they did all kinds of fucking shit. Like, they played tons of uh, crazy, awesome Vanguard jazz, but they also dabbled in some stuff that's... It's everything. It's neither here nor there as far as jazz goes. And this is... doo gets a real bad name, I think. It's a real bad rap because of being... Uh, I don't know how to describe it. it just kind of, kind of pedestrian and white bread and real pandering. But whatever the fuck they're doing in this song, oh, they they inject this this the sunra mystique. The sun-raw Saturn rays are flowing through this, and it's got this weird. Oh, you know what? I'll just say it. it's got it's got the fucking drugs in it, man. It's got the goddamn drugs in it. It's do up with do up with a with an inter, intergalactic drug injection. So 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 check this out. It's called dreaming.
4: Bam 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 bam
2: bam 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 the bam 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 bam
0: by Sun Ra, well, Sun his orchestra, or they may actually be performing under a uh, different weird name for that song. But either way, that's what it is. Oh. Something about that, just it's completely. I was thinking about that as I was, as I was just listening to it. Something about his music, but in particular, and all the musics, all the all the musics. All the tracks on that singles collection, which you just have to fucking get it. You gotta get it. It's so much good stuff. It's all very, tra- it's transportive. I don't think that's a word. It's some. There's something about the whole tone of that song and all the music that he records. It's it's like a whole. It's a whole. Sp- past uh whole palette of tone that just really makes you feel like you're someplace else it's just instantly evocative of a of a of a scenario that's just other fucking worldly dog dog bro dog bro i want to play one more song from that collection It's because I, I think you you got to hear it but it also because these songs i don't know what it is about that song and this next one I'm going to play, if I hear it, it's it's in my head for maybe, sometimes weeks. I just fucking walk around. And the cool thing about these songs is they're great songs to walk around singing, uh, regardless of who you are. There's something about it. It's just like, there's a, there's a guy who's just she's tripping balls because <laughs> he's walking around singing this next song. It's called, called Daddy's Gonna Tell You No Lies. I think that's a great song for for me to sing. Maybe you too. Okay, here it is. So many different ways you can do it. You can sing it all kinds of cool ways. You can just change the words around if you want. That's that's life, motherfucker. <laughs> Sunra, uh, featured the the band I was thinking about earlier. That it's it's a. <laughs> It's the cosmic rays. That's I guess that's the duop contingent of the sunra orchestra. That was daddy's going to tell you no no lies. Get it? Get that album? Seriously, you got to get it. It's on evidence. Or I think I think a lot of times it's pronounced evidence. I don't know why. Uh, back when I was in high school, <laughs> I don't know why. It's something about anytime I say something that I feel like is a trope, or something that someone's been said before, it just makes me laugh, even though it's not funny, or wrong, or weird, It just, it's just the fact that I said back when I was in high, back when I was in high school, whatever, I don't even know where I am, uh, I have eaten a lot of blueberries, that's always good, but yeah, well, <laughs> we played in a jazz group, I played in a jazz group with two good friends of mine, Uh and I played bass, and my friend Steven, who've heard in the podcast before, he played drums. And my friend Peter, uh, who I haven't been in touch with in a long time. Great person. He actually introduced me to Sun Ra. Uh, he played guitar, and we played together a lot. And I think a lot of times, amongst for whatever, amongst uh, to, we, were, we were together playing and talking about jazz. There was a lot of mispronunciation of things I think on purpose. A lot of times we call them Sun Ray. Maybe it is Sun Ray. I don't I don't really know. I don't know if it matters that much. I think the older I get, the more oh, I'm gonna fucking sneeze. I'm gonna sneeze. I'm gonna ruin this moment. I'm sorry, everybody. Yeah. Who cares how it's who cares how you say it? But there is a song called Evidence. But I think we used to say evidence. I don't know why we'd say that, but, uh, I think that maybe comes from a sort of an old jazz tradition of a lot of, a lot of guys used to do that. A lot of people, I think Miles Davis was sort of a, a pioneer of a lot of that is just fucking with shit, fucking with the convention, not necessarily in the most obvious way, but being, being a punk where you're just taking something like, um, everybody calls, says, how do you, how do you pronounce jacket? You say jacket that's how you say it. And what if, what if also you just said, started saying, uh, jacket and someone's like, Oh no, it's actually pronounced jacket. It's like, Oh, it is. Um, well, I want to say jacket. Who the fuck? I don't give a fuck what you say. I think some of it came out of that kind of idea of, uh, just do what you want. Say it how you want to say it. Who gives a fuck? Say it how you, <laughs> who cares? doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all, and maybe I think maybe that's what was going on by accident is us calling certain things, the way they said, it, the way they was pronounced. But there is, I don't. It's just neither here nor there. It's 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 like it's a Thelonious Monk song called Evidence or Evidence or however you want to say it. Great, beautiful song. Should I play it now? No, you can check it out later. You know, you know Monk, you know good old T. S. Monk. Thelonious Sphere Monk. What's your middle name? Oh, it's Sphere. Oh, Circle? No, a sphere. It's like a three dimensional ball. That's your middle name? Yes. Why? Because I want it to be. There you go. That's jazz. I'm going to shift gears here now, dramatically here on the Twisting the Wind musical section, a.k.a. Hands on the Branch, a.k.a. the Executive Buffet musical spotlight where the bacon used to be. There is this. This is a band from Toronto, Canada, that I found out through, I found out about through the worst slash, did I just whistle on that S? Did I just do a fucking toot? Found out about through the worst slash best, worst slash best way. It's just one of those music streaming services. I think I think I put on the Monks. Uh, pretty much anytime I ever dabble in any of those music streaming services, such as Spotify or Radio, uh, there's only two bands I'll ever put in. I put in the Monks, which is probably my favorite band ever, and also generates something about the algorithm of the Monks that generates the greatest music. And the OCs are also are on to, on that sort of same sort of thing and I heard this band, this band is called METZ, M-E-T-Z, I think they're always in all caps, which I love that, I love it when you're gonna have a, what's your thing, oh we're just, we're all caps, great guys, love it, do that, just be, be that way, I really do, I'm not, I'm not being sarcastic at all, I love it when, when bands are just, be how you, do what you want to, be how you want to be, you don't have to be, and who cares, <laughs> I'm not making any point here whatsoever, but I heard about this band METZ, and they are, they're on Sub Pop, so they're, they're, they're doing it. They're doing the band thing. Things are working out. They're from Toronto. I can't find hardly any information on them whatsoever. But what I do know is that their album on Sub Pop is, it just fucking crushes. It's, it's like a God. I mean, it's like the Jesus lizard without machismo. It's just beautiful, crushing. Ugh. it's, It's so noisy and outstandingly uh, annihilating. It's fucking annihilating. It's so pretty at the same time. Uh, I'm really struggling here with what track to play you off their album. You have to get it. If you like one, you'll like them all. They really did an amazing job. They did a good job. These boys did a good job. Of of creating a, a a signature tone for their album and really really keeping it together, okay? I'm gonna play one song and and if you like it you do, so get ready to get fucking jack by Mets by Mets. here lately oh blow me down there Uh, old smoky on top of old smoky the cheese has been removed the covering of cheese has been effectively removed by Mets (laughs) what if that was our goal is to remove the cheese on top of old smoky uh, that's how they formed, actually. Back in 1999, they, they discovered that uh, Old Smokey was, in fact, covered in cheese, and they just, they removed it. Uh, METZ, M-E-T-Z, all caps. Make sure you know that. They're from Toronto. They're on tour right now. Go see them. They're playing, uh, all over England and France and UK in August, so if you're out that way, go see them, man. I can't imagine how fucking crushingly official that, uh... That sound would be live Oof ooh, baby Seriously, And get that album Definitely get the album Because uh, That track is really good I think that track was called Get Off and I think it's the third Or second track on their album uh, All the rest of it's really great It's got that fucking tone That That goddamn Albini tone But it's not Quite It's just It's just good man It's like toast You know You don't have to It's 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 good doesn't have to be ex, it's just good because it's got that crisp. Ooh. Oh, wonder what kind of amps they're using. Ooh, I wonder what kind of strings that guy's got. God, it's good. Real, real crust. The reason actually I played the, played the Mets was because it was on an iPod, on my iPod, and we were camping out under the Ponderosa Pines next to Lake Mono in it's, a, it's up north there, middle, middle of California. Beautiful, pristine wilderness. It's a former, it's a very recent, as far as volcanoes go, a very recent. So I'm camping on these, like this dense mat. Not dense, like a fluffy mat of pumice stones, little pumice pebbles. There's nothing around us. So there's no vegetation except for these giant ponderosa pine trees that have littered the ground with cones. Throw the nice Pendleton wool blanket on the ground and lay out and... Oh, I forgot, I'm sorry, I forgot to mind, remind you to get really stoned and drink a bunch of beers before listening to that last song. It makes it, it's really to amplifies the experience. And that's where we were listening to that on the on the iPod and that came up and my friend, my buddy Steve, the musician, the, the excellent guitar player, was like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, it's this. And he's like, wow, it's good. So we just listened to the whole album there and the little speakers that actually worked out pretty good. Underneath the nighttime sky of the Ponderosa Pines And it was just, it was good, man It was good So sometimes music gets back into your life by accident And you you listen to it for the second time And you realize how fucking good it is And that's how I feel about Mets So if that didn't really click with you just now Keep listening to them and get the, get their album. You gotta get it. It's so fucking good. Especially if you're driving and you wanna, you wanna be able to drive clean through a police station. Just really clear, clear the, or you wanna, you wanna really jump right over a train. Put that on. Put that on blast. That or some digital reggae. Okay, I think that's pretty much the ending of the musical section for now. It's a it was a brief one, but I mean, uh, it comes back. It's it is a perennial favorite. Uh, I can I couldn't sorry I couldn't find the harmony I wanted to. Thanks for listening to Twisting the Wind. Be well. Blast on. Did that did you don't you want to end it with something? Like a maybe put put that Should put that song just the same song? Put it on the end? We could do that. Um Yeah, I, I feel like maybe there's something better to put th- at the end. I don't know. Maybe put the, put that um put that song your friends wrote uh, by the campfire. That one would be a good one to end it on. You think? Uh, what? Well, yeah, I guess so. But I also kind of want to put that someplace else. Well, you could put it. You could put both. Yeah, yeah. We well, you just you just talked about camping, so maybe you should. Yeah. Okay. Here, here I'll I'll do that. Pretty one.